0: Welcome to the Mindset Chick Podcast. If you are looking to stop settling and want to gain the clarity and confidence to manifest the life and biz of your dreams, then this show is for you. I'm your host, Christy Deer, sharing with you simple, yet powerful and effective mindset tips that will allow you to attract more abundance, prosperity, and success into your life. So get ready, get excited. And let's go manifest some amazing things together. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Mindset Chick podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. And today I have somebody I am excited to introduce you to. Her name is Lindsay Robinson. Lindsay specializes in helping ambitious women all over the world to clear the subconscious limiting beliefs, keeping them stuck so they can embody their highest potential and manifest their biggest desires automatically. Through her client work, hypnotherapy membership, and her podcast, High Vibe in It, she empowers others to harness their ability to attract all of the abundance and success that life has to offer. So, Lindsay, it's so great to have you on the Mindset Chick
1: podcast. I'm very excited to be here. I can't wait to dive into all the magic that we're going to talk about today.
0: (laughs) Yes. So one of the things that you do is you help people identify and uncover why they have limiting beliefs. So can you share a little bit more
1: about that? Okay, so the best way I found to answer this question and a lot of the questions like this is to really kind of just explain concisely how hypnosis works. Is that cool with you? And kind of how our subconscious mind forms and that will kind of shed light on where these things come from.
0: Yes, I love that. I'm
1: into hypnosis,
0: I love it, and yeah, maybe even explaining like what hypnosis is. Maybe somebody doesn't even know what that is. Maybe explaining that, and yeah, yeah. That. ground
1: zero, let's just start at square one. So when you're born, I'm gonna go right back to the birth, okay? <laughs> when you're born, let's just pretend that your mind is a circle. It's abstract, it's metaphysical, but the mind, not the brain. We'll just pretend it's a circle. When you're born, just so just picture a circle. All you're born with is the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling those are the only two biological fears you have and then of course you have the lizard brain which is the fight or flight freeze and all of that stuff so when you're a child and you're just growing up your mind is this is why they say kids are sponges right they just take in everything because they don't really have a filter of what's true and what isn't what's reality and what isn't and what's fantasy and they're so connected with their imagination anything's possible right And that is exactly what's happening. You really do have no distinction between what is true and what isn't. So they say between the age of like zero to seven or eight, sometimes even nine, we'll just say nine to give it a nice container of time. But around age nine, you get what's called the critical filter or the critical mind, which acts essentially as a filter between the conscious and the subconscious. So at around that time, your subconscious is formed and whatever was put in there during that time has become a known and K-N-O-W-N, unknown to you. So things that are true about you. I love broccoli. I don't like chocolate, you know, or the opposite. I love to get hugged. I don't like to get punished. I don't like school really that much. So all of these things that kind of form who you are and become you. It doesn't mean it stops at nine, but that is when the information gets in the easiest. And so it's a critical, or I would say an essential time in a child's life to really kind of well, now that you know this, to really kind of build them up, right? And to be very intentional with what we're giving our children. I mean, it's a given, right? But (laughs) now you have the science to back it up. Anyway, so you have the conscious and the subconscious. The conscious mind they found with studies and all these things they've been doing, every study they do makes the conscious mind smaller, I feel like. So now it's down to like 5% of your total mind. And that holds your, obviously, your consciousness. So it holds your decision-making skills, your rationalization, your analytical skills, your willpower is in the conscious mind. Your ability to say, no, I will not do this, or yes, I will do this. Your ability to use your willpower is in the conscious mind, and also your logic and reasoning skills. 5%. It's crazy. All the rest of that stuff is your subconscious. So all of your automatic behaviors, you know, the way that I'm speaking, I don't have to think of words. (laughs) I think the thought that I'm thinking, and it just comes out. I don't have to remember how to speak. When you're writing, you don't have to remember how to write. So these are all very, very deeply subconscious behaviors. Obviously, you're breathing and you're blinking and all of those things that keep you alive are also in the subconscious as well. You don't have to think about it. It's a learned behavior like driving a car, riding, speaking, riding a bike. It's a learned behavior that has become subconscious. You don't ever have to think about it again. And in the same way, limiting beliefs act the same. You learn something once like, oh my gosh, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It gets in the subconscious as a okay, so we're never going to do that again. So let me hold on to this forever. <laughs> make yeah. sure you don't ever make the same mistake. But the problem, or I would say it this way, where the subconscious kind of falls short is it doesn't know when you don't need it anymore. It doesn't have any idea of time. The subconscious has, again, no idea of fact from fiction or fact from fantasy. It doesn't get sarcasm. So when you say to yourself, oh, I'm such an idiot. It has no idea if you're serious or not. It just takes it in. Okay, information, check, got it. You're an idiot. And that's why self-talk is so important. See, it feels weird even me saying that. I Cancel, cancel, cancel. I can't do it. <laughs> like I physically can't. Even as an example, it's hard for me because I know what's happening. My subconscious has no idea that I was just giving an example. Right, so it right. It feels gross. But when you're serious, it gets in even deeper, right? And that doesn't just mean stuff that you kind of put in there. It's stuff that happens around you. If your mom always said, this is a big, big example, but if your parent always said, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. What do you think? We can afford everything. We're not made of money kind of thing. You have to work hard for it. Well, guess what? Of course, you're always gonna have to work hard for it. You're gonna think it's hard and it's unattainable. Same thing with love. Same thing with success. Same thing with, gosh, anything. You have a terrible breakup. Your subconscious is like, swear off all relationships, right? Or attract the same relationship over and over again, because there's something there that needs to be healed. And there's something there that needs to be looked at and examined and acknowledged, you know? Yeah. So I'm saying a lot of things, but basically the way that we get limiting beliefs, basic, basic, basic is at a ground zero of love and Misguided help. It, it has good intentions. It really just wants to keep you safe. Your subconscious mind's one directive is to keep you alive, keep you breathing, keep you chugging along. Now happy, fulfilled, successful, you know, loved, those are all cool, but it's not the objective of the subconscious. So when we use hypnosis to help teach your subconscious what is safe for you, like this healthy relationship, you know, I don't have to keep repeating the same patterns over and over. I don't have to make it hard. To get money. I don't have to make it hard to get anything. And kind of reteaching, they say rewiring. I like reteaching your mind, unlearning the things that kind of are outdated and stale that you did need at some point. You know, we always need them or they wouldn't be there, but they've kind of just outstayed their welcome. They're a little bit stale. They're not reflective of who you are and who you are becoming now. So it's just a matter of going in and saying, hey, subconscious, it's okay. You can let it go now. And let's welcome in something that fits who you are and something that feels better and more reflective of your success journey, if that makes sense.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love that you really, really explained it and explained back to the birth in those years. And that's what I've learned too. Like all that information is coming at a child from, you know, I heard zero to five. So zero to nine, that kind of makes it
1: a little nicer because you have a little bit more time there. <laughs> but absolutely. Like I have a 10 year old now and it's like a blessing and a curse because I'm like, oh no, what am I saying? Like you almost overanalyze everything you say to the point where it's kind of like, it's not good, it's not beneficial anyway, but yeah, you definitely, it's like once you know the information, you can't unlearn it, you can't not know it anymore. So, you know, just, I think it's just, it's fine if you're just mindful and you just kind of pay attention to the kinds of things that could be mistranslated in the subconscious mind. Yeah, But definitely be mindful, that's all.
0: (laughs) I like that. And I think a lot of times like, What I was hearing you saying is like limiting beliefs are beliefs and stories that we have that we tell ourselves that are, in a sense, keeping us stuck. So like, I feel like a lot of people, they just repeat what their parents have taught them and, you know, their grandparents and stuff passed down and they don't even maybe realize
1: that they're limiting beliefs. They're just repeating stuff. Yeah, It's all subconscious. Of course you don't realize it. Like that's the definition. Yeah. So when people say like, oh, I just don't know what's going on. Like, give yourself a break here. It is in the deepest part of your mind, working on a level that you probably didn't even know you could have access to ever in your life. And I'm sitting here telling you, oh, yeah, you can go into your subconscious mind and change stuff. Sure, you can do that. Like, for some people, that's just like, what? I don't have to live with the way things are right now forever. I don't have to just settle for the way, you know, things are. No, no, you don't. I know it's a big idea, huge idea but yeah, you definitely have the chance to do that. Give yourself a break for not knowing that before and give yourself a break for not knowing even right now, listening to this, you might not know what's blocking you. That's okay too. It's designed for you not to know (laughs) it's designed to be automatic. So, you know, yeah, it's it's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Give yourself grace. I think a lot of times we are all way too hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. So like, Could you give an example? Well, you did give some examples of limiting beliefs, but like, how would somebody maybe become aware that they have these subconscious, you know, programs, these limiting beliefs that are running their life and keeping them stuck? Like, how would they realize like, okay, wait a minute, I need to break free from some of these things?
1: Well, I like to make it as simple as possible. So if you've ever started something And didn't finish it, even though you really wanted to finish it, there's probably a limiting belief. If your life right now isn't reflective of what you journal about and what your affirmations are and what you're trying to manifest right now, then there's probably a limiting belief in there. It's not always a huge one, it can just be a simple one. It can just be a little one, but it is enough. I mean, you're talking about 95% of your mind saying, no, no, you can't because whatever the reason is, no, you can't lose weight because. You know, when you were 15 and skinny, someone hit on you and it was uncomfortable, you know, whatever. I've heard so many reasons or reasons, big quotes on reasons in the subconscious for you not to have what you truly consciously desire. All desires and goals and wants must start in the conscious. You get an idea in the conscious. It checks in with your subconscious mind. And if there's anything in the subconscious, that's like, no, that's not safe. It's cool. We'll stay right where we are. Then it's just not happening because you have 95% going up against five.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: it's not to say it's impossible, but I like to use this kind of imagery here. If you're trying to change a subconscious belief consciously, it's like chopping down a tree vertically, right? You'll get there eventually. It'll happen. 5% is not zero, right? But it's going to be painful. It's way more difficult than it needs to be. And you're probably at some point going to feel like it's impossible because, oh my gosh, how could I possibly do all of this? But if you have subconscious help, if you can get your subconscious on your side, it's easy breezy. I would say simple, not easy. It's not, it's still not easy because you know, you're doing, I say like, all I do is talk to you in session. All I do is talk to clients in a way that gets them to a very receptive state. And I'm able to then help them teach their subconscious, but they're doing all the lifting. They're walking the path. I have the flashlight. That's the way I like to say it. But like, it's not to say it's impossible to use your conscious mind to shift these subconscious things. It's just like, why? Yeah. (laughs) Why not make it easier on yourself? Isn't life hard enough? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And you know what? I I love this because I was thinking, you know, when you were talking that... A lot of times if people try to push through, right? So like, yeah. oh, I really want to get this goal. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to push. They take the action. They take the action. And maybe they do have results.
1: Maybe they do. Great job work. using your willpower. There you go. There it yeah.
0: is. But then it's hard. Like, then they think, oh my gosh, I don't want to go through that again. That was so difficult. That was so tough. And, you know, what I'm hearing you say is that if they were to get support and, you know, identify, recognize, and clear some of those maybe subconscious beliefs, that are maybe blocking them like they had success, but they're trying to push and pull instead of allow it in. Yeah. That it could yeah. be easier. They could reach these things and have the things they desire. And it could be worth more ease and flow instead of like, I have to make it happen. I have to push. I have to pull and I have to fight through yep. 95% of my. And guess life. what? The belief that you have to fight is a limiting belief. <laughs> like, oh, that's good too. The belief. There that you it is. fight. Yeah. You know, that's in a lot of people and a lot of, you know, business success, business goals. Like I hear that all the time. Like I got to make it happen. I got to work. I got to, you know, I got to get it. I got, you know, just those strong words. And you're right. That is a limiting belief. I have to,
1: I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to. What about I get to, what Mm. about I want to, because even the things you have to do, on some level, you want to do them because there's some kind of payoff, right? There better be, or what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I get to. And I've listen. I've said all of these things. I have said, "Oh, I have such a hard day today," or "I have to work all day until." And my husband is the best because he he will feed my words back to me at the worst times. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my husband. I mean, they're so great, right? But it's yeah. just like, oh, I have so much work to do. He's like you get to, right. Cause this is your business and you decide what you do. And I'm like, ah, fine. <laughs> yeah. So true. And that could he's be, not, not, he's like, not
0: wrong, you know? <laughs> right. And I was thinking, you know, sometimes I do that with myself too. And I'm like, wait a minute. Also telling yourself, like, I have so much work to do. I have so much work to do. I have so many things to do. You're also just creating that reality of like things to do things to do. So if I've <laughs> always been such a busybody. Mm -hmm. and have said that mantra a lot. And so I've really recognized that, wow, that's become a habit. And so of course I'm going to always have a lot of things to do and a lot of things on my to-do list because I'm saying it every single day. If I say it every single day, it's going to become my reality. Yep.
1: Yep. And yeah, that's the biggest thing about manifesting, right? Is like you have already been manifesting your entire life. All that, you know, we, you and I, my dear, are (laughs) inviting, Christy dear, are inviting (laughs) you to do is let's just be intentional with, let's use a superpower you already have. You're already doing it. Let's just be intentional with it. What could happen if you were more intentional with this superpower? It's cool. It's so cool to think about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then it could be, yeah, it could be so much easier. Yeah. Well, this month in November, we're talking a lot, you know, about gratitude and why it's important and the mindset check mantras every day go along with thankfulness and gratitude. So I know that you help people create daily gratitude practice and you talk Mm -hmm. about why it's important. So how could, how could maybe somebody integrate this into limiting bleach? Could they start doing a daily gratitude practice to help, you know, them to start feeling better and recognize all the good that they already have?
1: This is a trick question. You know, this answer already. <laughs> I know it's a setup. But yes, absolutely. I mean, the biggest thing when anybody comes to me about worthiness, or self talk, or, you know, I just I feel like I just can't or whatever this disempowered state that they're in. Gratitude is always number one. I think that should be ground zero every day, no matter how you feel, no matter what your life looks like, you just be grateful for it. And one of the coolest questions or I would say invite gratefulness. Don't just be grateful because I know that's like hard sometimes. Invite gratefulness, invite more ways to witness gratitude in your life. That is a good affirmation that I use for a lot of people who just don't know where to start. You know, I am opening to recognize all the ways that my life is beautiful. That's a training of your brain and you start to notice around you like, oh, never noticed that before. My grass is really green in my yard. That is a metaphor. And also you can take it literally because I am obsessed with my grass. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. My grass is really green in my yard. That's so good. The grass is so green in my yard, guys. But anything, you know, do you have food in your fridge? And that's a big one for me. And I know it's kind of like cliche and it's a throwaway one for some people, but I did not grow up with a lot of money. I grew up making like the weirdest combinations of whatever we had in our kitchen because we just didn't have a lot. So the fact that I can make my kids meals regularly is crazy and everybody's going to have their own different like little things like that but find what it is for you here's a really good question you can ask yourself and I think everyone can answer this one and start to invite a little more gratitude and just say what is one thing you have in your life today that you at one point thought you'd never have or felt impossible Mm. one thing you have in your life today that at one point seemed like too good to be true everybody has one. I just got goosebumps. I just felt all of you answer it (laughs) and I got goosebumps. (laughs) Wow.
0: That's a great question. I would say my business success with my beauty business, I, you know, I know that some of you listeners have heard my story, but just being able to retire my hubby from corporate America and build our dream home and have this team and these friendships and the income and the lifestyle and the travel that we once just dreamed about that. I thought, you know, somebody like me without a college education that just had high school, two babies by the time I'm 23, husband working two jobs, you know, when we were young just to make it and pay the bills, living paycheck to paycheck or barely to living Mm -hmm. this lifestyle. I just thought for years, this was not in the cards for me. And you know, that question, I I love that you asked that because, you know, sometimes I can forget, forget Mm -hmm. that that time in my life, I was dreaming about where I am now. And it's so good to just take that time to appreciate, 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 you know?
1: Yeah. This question is very powerful because it does kind of two really beneficial things. One, it kind of forces you to look at your progress, which we don't do enough, you know, and celebrate the little things like, look how far I've come. And it also hopefully shows you that you have it because you wanted it. It's not because it was meant for you or your destiny, but if you want it, it guess what? It's meant for you. I have yet to see anybody want something deeply for themselves and have it just be not meant to be. It may not look exactly the way that you thought it would in your head, but if you want it, it's for you or you wouldn't want it. If you want it, there's also a way to get it. So I mm-hmm. hope everybody was able to answer the question for themselves and at least see how far they've come and all the successes that they've had along the way and all the paths that seemed like dead ends, but were actually shortcuts or detours to the thing they actually wanted. I have a lot of those. (laughs) Yes, me too. I do too. Thank God that didn't work out. Why did that happen? (laughs) Thank God that did not happen the way I thought I wanted it to happen because I don't know who that person is, right? Like I don't know who the person who married their high school sweetheart and had a bunch of kids with them and like, just stayed in Michigan for her whole life. Because that's what I almost did. I don't know who that is. That's weird to me. But I thought I wanted it at one point. And so we all have those moments where we're just like, woo, dodge that one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're always doing that. So just yeah. because you don't have what you want yet, doesn't mean it's not for you. And it doesn't mean there's not a way to get it. And yeah. that question kind of just invites you to think of it in that way, you know?
0: Yeah, I love it. And what about you, Lindsay? What's one thing that you have now that you thought at one point you never would?
1: Well, you see, and I kind of worded this weirdly, the question, because it's not that I never thought I would, but it did have a feeling of like, what if I don't? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what if? But I think, you know, I always wanted a house of my own and I always wanted kids. And I know, I know that sounds like, little... I never envisioned having my own business, really, not until later until I had kids. And I was like, I don't want to go to work. What do you mean? I'm not leaving them at a daycare. Uh, But it never really crossed my mind to do that thing and ask myself, like, what do I want to do with my life? Like, it wasn't a question that I had ever asked myself until I had kids. So kids, number one seemed like, Oh, my gosh, what if I have kids someday? That'd be so cool. What if I have my own house? Oh, my gosh. And again, going back to like, I never had my own space growing up. I had to share a room with my siblings for my almost my whole life until I left my dad's house when I was 17 and moved out on my own. But I was still renting. Like I never had, you know, I never had a a house of my own. So that was a big, big thing for me. So when I was able to do that, I was like, I did it. It was so cool. It, It is, it's such a cool feeling. And, you know, now, even though I never would have dreamed of having my own business, like if you would have told me, 15, 20 years ago that I was going to be working for myself, seeing clients and helping the world with a podcast and with coaching and all these things. I think it's fair to say that the net we've thrown out to the ocean is pretty wide and the self-help that we're offering can get to every corner of the earth. And if you would have told me that 20 years ago, I would probably laugh in your face. Like, what are you talking about? I'm going to go to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not 20 years ago, but you know, around that time, I was just a kid. Like you don't think about that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I think if you look back at your life and think about what you thought you wanted at a young age or at a younger age, you might be pleasantly surprised that how many moving parts had to happen, how many things needed to happen for you to be exactly where you are supposed to be right now. It is very, it's just every time I think about it, it's so profound. And so it's just big, you know, big, yeah, it's beautiful, we, we are yeah. so connected and so supported and so taken care of beyond what we can consciously ever know. Like, you just are. That's beautiful.
0: I love that. So, Lindsay, what's, like, your favorite quote that you love to live by?
1: Man, I should have thought of this ahead of time. Okay. I do have a few that kind of float into my head. Now, depends on what we're talking about. Because for me, I have a thing where I kind of feel like I'm always running out of time or like there's never enough time to get anything done and so I do need to remind myself and whenever I feel that way it just pops into my head probably from my higher consciousness and just says there is time enough for it all exactly like that there is time enough for it all and it it helps it eases the pressure a little bit now if it's money (laughs) <laughs> if I'm nervous about money or if I have a big unexpected bill that came up and it just kind of grinds my gears a little bit. One of my favorite things to say, and this helped, especially when my husband was working two jobs and I was not making really anything in the beginning of my business. We said this a lot, which is there will always be more. There will always be more. There will always be more. And then I changed it to, there will always be more than enough. We will always have more Ooh, that's than good. Yeah. Every time you spend money, more comes back. It has always, it has always I don't care who you are. Every time you spent money, more comes in. Now, Mm -hmm. our limits and our minds and the fact that we are such powerful freaking creators kind of depends on how much comes in, but more always comes in. So I guess. Yeah, I love
0: that. That, That's so good. Well, Lindsay, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for just sharing all your wisdom and tips. And I love that we, you know, talked about limiting beliefs and how to become aware of them, how to start shifting them. So how would the listeners connect with you, get to know you more, maybe if they
1: want to do some sessions with you? So everything that I offer is available at lindsayrobinson.com, and I'm very active on Instagram, so go find me there as well, lindsayrobinson.com, and then Instagram is robinson. And I think I have a gift for your audience, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, sure. That'd be great. So the gift is seven days for free inside my Align Your Mind membership, and it really is all my best digital content, my hypnotherapy audios. I have EFT sessions in there. I do tarot and oracle card polls, if you're into that sort of thing. We have all sorts of stuff in there for you. There's a ton of content that is exclusive for members. So if you want to check it out, just go to the website, click on membership, and actually just the link in the description probably, because <laughs> I'll send it to you. But yeah, seven days free inside the membership. And you can go see what's possible for you with hypnotherapy.
0: I love it. I'm going to check it out. I love all that stuff. So You should.
1: Yay. Well, thanks again. This was fun. Thank you for having me.
0: And remember, friend, to dream big, follow your heart, and never give up on you because you're worth it. Thank you for joining me today on the Mindset Chick podcast. I hope this show has you waking up every morning excited about the new manifestations you have created in your life. And if you would honor me with a five-star review over in iTunes, I will happily enter your name in my Mindset Chick swag giveaway. Make sure you add your name to the review and I will reach out to you if you're the winner. I really appreciate you spending your time with me. Be sure to visit me at mindsetchick.com past episodes and more gifts that will help you to manifest your dreams into reality.